The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me When the Lamb broke the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about a half hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and the seven trumpets were given to them. And another angel came, and he stood at the altar holding a golden censer, and much incense was given to him so that he might add it to the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar, which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints went up before God out of the angel's hand. And then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and he threw it to the earth. And there followed peals of thunder 
and sounds and flashes of lightning and an earthquake. And the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound them. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. Today is a day of prayer. It's a prayer meeting. And I invite you to call and pray. The Lord is in the throne room of heaven, the control center in the sanctuary. And I want our prayers to be mixed with the incense, and I want them to arise before our Lord. He hears and he answers. Our prayers are not, they're not to be casual. I don't just pray willy-nilly. I pray what the Holy Spirit puts in my heart because I know it's going to go up before Jesus personally. It's our opportunity to come in a way that Jesus most treasures and that intercessors before him, crying out for the church crying out for America. Crying out that this end would come quickly. That the pain and the suffering would be over. So we've come to pray. If you'd like to pray, you're welcome to. The phone number is 877-534-0780. Brother Drew will answer the phone. He'll screen the call. This is not for a chat line. We have that on the, on the live streaming YouTube. You can go there and Make whatever comments you'd like to make. This is for prayer. Don't say it. Pray it. It's where we come to present our petitions and our cries, our intercession before the maker of heaven and earth. So it's not casual. It's very serious. He hears, he identifies who we are. He identifies our standing before him. And he determines whether he will answer or not our prayers. So come and pray. 877-534-0780. Our phone lines are wide open. I want our prayers today to be carried to the golden altar and I want our prayers to go up before our Lord Jesus. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, I come in your mighty name calling upon you. Calling upon you for the church. the church that's found first and foremost in America. We are a wicked people. We are casual and laid back and filled with entertainment, filled with empty knowledge, filled with wonderful education and every advantage, but our hearts are just cold and lukewarm. Lord, I come on behalf of the church today, the church in America, and I ask, Lord, if you would quicken our hearts, if you would send forth your Holy Spirit to reform us, to cause the church in America to weep over its sin, 
Lord, I know that if the church does not arise and repent, America will be devastated, destroyed. But I know if we rise up and we pray and we repent, I know you will hear our prayers. So, Lord, we come today as a prayer meeting to cry out for the American church that you would give to us the gift of reformation and revival and the outpouring of your Holy Spirit that you would cleanse the American church Jonathan Edwards was right when he wrote that sermon in his study. Sinners in the hands of an angry God. For surely your wrath is great toward America. But I know your pity is also great. I know your long-suffering is also great. I know you are a merciful God. And I know you love the church. So I come in agreement with you today. I love the church too. But my heart is very sorrowful because of the wickedness that has entered into the American church, the compromise, the unbelief, the worship of idols, the worship of money, the worship of entertainment, the lukewarmness that you said, if we would not repent, you would spew us out of your mouth, for we make you sick. I'm asking, Lord, that you would do whatever you need to do in the American church, that we would not be lukewarm, that we would be set aflame with the joy and the power and the anointing of your Holy Spirit. Lord, please come. I stand by faith on Luke, the 11th chapter, where you said, if we ask the Father for the gift of the Holy Spirit, he would send the Holy Spirit. So, Father, I come in the name of Jesus, and I ask that the kundalini spirit of the American church would be totally broken, and that the full power of the Holy Spirit would be poured out on righteous men and women, who would rise up and preach an honest and straight gospel, who would not compromise the truth, who would not worship at the altar of prosperity and popularity, who would not worship at the idol of self-indulgence, that you would come in power and you would prepare a people without spot or wrinkle, who have their robes washed in your blood, Jesus. So I come asking for the fullness of the Holy Spirit in the American church, and especially in Washington, D.C. Lord, I know the wickedness and the casualness of the American church breaks my heart, and I know if it breaks my heart, it must break yours a great deal more, for you died for us. You laid it all down for us. Lord, please come. Our only hope is in you, Jesus. Our only hope as America is in you, Jesus. My hope is not in any politician or in any court or in any executive branch. Lord, they're all utterly corrupt and filled with lies. They've lied about everything. They've lied about the coronavirus. They've lied about the vaccines. They've lied and lied and lied about the finances of our nation. They have squandered. They have stolen. They have gorge themselves on the American people. So, Lord, I ask 
I ask for your judgment unto repentance. First, we who were in the church. And then secondly, for we who call ourselves Americans. We need another great awakening like you sent under our dear brother of the past, Jonathan Edwards. Lord, his church didn't like the sermon and they blew him off. But Lord, other churches quickly rallied and said, yes, we must repent. Lord, please come. I pray in your mighty name. Amen. Well, I've opened our time of prayer. It's your turn. I can pray the whole hour and I'm willing to. I spend many hours in prayer every day. But I want you to pray. I want you to call and pray. I want the Lord to hear your voice. I want him to bless you for your intercession. We have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. Thank you. Lord, I praise you for hearing our prayers when we come in humility and obedience. Thank you for hearing us. And I pray for cleansing from all pride and self-will and anything that is not pleasing to you. I pray for all of us today to be holy as you are holy. I pray especially for the family who lost this young man because of his sin. Please draw them to you. And I pray this would cause many people to take you seriously. You are holy and you can't overlook sin. But you are merciful. You don't want anyone to be lost. Yes. And I pray, please wake up the church. For those who are saved, give us all a passion to live for your kingdom and show that we need you in everything. Help us to live depending on you. To always seek you and not to live our own way. And I pray for the churches that don't preach the true gospel. I pray that you would bring an awakening, that there would be a knowledge of your word, and there must be repentance, and there must be trust in you. I pray that there would be an awakening of of your gospel, that I would be through your gospel. Please pray that pastors, please pray that Christians, work through us. I pray your work. I pray for our leaders. I pray for the salvation of Biden and Harris and all that are in office and give them wisdom. Please show them to take you seriously to follow your word. I pray for the issues that are going on with, uh, with the border crisis and the vaccines and everything. I just pray for your will in all these things. I know that you can use any situation for good, and I confess I get discouraged so easily. There's a lot that we could get discouraged about or fearful about. We might just about your plan, and you, you do have a way of turning things for good. And so I pray for your will and that you would lead many to salvation during this time. Your purpose would be accomplished. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, dear sister. Our number, 877-534-0780. The phone lines are all open, and you're welcome to call. This is your prayer meeting. This is your time to pray for the will of God to be done. His wrath is about to be poured out upon this earth. His judgment is about to come. Call now. 877-534-0780. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls? Lisa is trying to get through. She's calling from Panama. I'm praying that she can get through. 
but we have several lines and they're all open. 877-534-0780. Almighty God, as I've been living in your in your revelation and I see that you're the only one who has either the power or the authority to open the seals and I see that they're the outline of what you're going to do at the end of time I pray Lord that as these seals open and then as the the angels begin to blow the trumpets that you'll give your people great courage to announce and to share your holiness. Thank you, Lord. If Lisa's calling, would you take her first? Are you... Pardon? Hello? Hello, welcome. Please pray. Yes. Um, Today is September 24th, and I'm reading um, Streams in the Desert for September 24th. After they were come to Mysia, they essayed to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. Acts 16.17. What a strange prohibition. These men were going into Bithynia just to do Christ's work, and the door is shut at Christ's own spirit. It's this in certain moments. I have sometimes found myself interrupted in what seemed to me to be a career of usefulness. Opposition came and forced me to go back, or sickness came and compelled me to retire into a desert apart. It was hard at such times to leave my work undone, when I believed that work to be the service of the Spirit. But I came to remember that the Spirit has not only a service of work, but a service of waiting. I came to see that in the kingdom of Christ, there are not only times for action, but times in which to forbear acting. I came to learn that the desert place apart is often the most useful spot in the very life of man, more rich in harvest, than the seasons in which the corn and wine abounded. I have been taught to thank the blessed spirit that many a darling Bithynite had to be left unvisited by me. And so, thou divine spirit, would I still be led by thee? Still there comes to me disappointed prospects of usefulness. Today the door seems to open into life and work for thee. Tomorrow it closes before me just as I am about to enter. Teach me to see another door in the very inaction of the hour. Help me to find in the very prohibition thus to serve thee a new opening into thy service. Inspire me with the knowledge that a man may at times be called to do his duty by doing nothing, to work by keeping still, to serve by waiting. When I remember the power of the still small voice, I shall not murmur that sometimes the spirit suffers me not to go. That's George Matheson. When I cannot understand my father's leading, and it seems to be but hard and cruel fate, still I hear that gentle whisper ever pleading, God is working, God is faithful, only wait. Father God, we come before you today with humbleness. We put our face on the floor and our knees on the ground to pray for your holy will to be done. Father God, we thank you, and we know that we are going through perilous times. We know that, there, that, that mistakes can be made if we don't listen, if we don't wait, if we don't listen to that still, small voice, Lord. And so we ask all those people that are deciding, should I vaccinate? It is, is it the Lord's will? Lord, we ask for spirits of discernment to enter their body and, and that spirit of waiting to see yes. and not acting too rashly and too impulsively, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us grace and peace 
in the midst of a tumultuous world where spirits of demons and devils abound and voices of different spirits try to tell us and teach us to move in directions that are not according to your highest and holiest will, Lord. Father God, in this moment, I pray for my my 11-year-old grandson. I know that he is recently born again in the past eight or nine months, and he is truly through the birth canal. He knows your word is the the manna of life. He knows that it is the truth. And I pray for this young man. I just pray that he can follow a godly destiny and yes. that he can we bind up all spirits of temptation that come in from the blood bloodlines, from unhealthy bloodlines of our ancestors. Lord, we bind up all those demons in him. We cast them down. We throw them down in Jesus' holy name. And we come against the spirit of victimization. We bind up those victim spirits. We cast them down and we throw them down. Jesus said, take up your bed and walk. He didn't say to the man at the Siloam, lay there. He said, your sins are forgiven. Get up and walk. Father God, we pray that uh, this young man can become ever more established in the word of God and the truth of God. And we thank you so much for this opportunity to pray. We pray for our government. And we, we know that Washington, D.C. was a city that was set up on a grid and there were occult uh, uh, roots in the way the city was up, Lord. So we pray um, th- that those spirits of Masonic um, intentions, we bind them up, we cast them down, we throw them down in Jesus' name. We come against all of the the, the pizza parties and the other sinning and pornography and sexual sin in the city of Washington, D.C. We bind this up, we cast it out, we throw it down in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask for a bedrock of righteousness over uh, underneath this city and that it is yes. established in the Word of God. We thank you for, for working mightily over the city of Washington, D.C. today. Father God, we thank you so much for this opportunity to pray in your holy name. We know that the wisdom of the world is, is foolishness and all the wisdom of so-called science and so-called uh, intelligence of men is just nothing but humanism. And we know that this is um, man's God. This is not the God of salvation, the God who we know is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Lord. And so we, we move towards you as the one and only God. We worship you, we praise you, we love you, and we thank you. Uh, for all that you are doing to establish your ends over this earth. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. God bless you today. Mr. Producer, do we have another call? Good. Let's please take it. Hello. Welcome. Please pray. For Jesus. Lord, I I want to lift up the church today, and I I see we're in such a a painful place. So, Lord, I I just have to start with my own heart before I can pray for the church. I have to deal with my own heart, and Lord, I can cry out for the church in my prayer closet, alone at home or with my wife, but. When I call in to pray, Lord, I, it seems like the cry is not there, Lord. I, I don't know if it's pride, but Lord, I, I don't believe that's right, Lord. And my heart's been troubled about that. Lord, I'm asking that you would get to the bottom of that. Lord, we have to cry out for the church. But there's people that we love that are going to go to hell because they, they've they hardened their hearts and all they have is religion and an empty shell. And our hearts aren't broken for them. Not enough, Lord. And so, Lord, I know you're the one who can see all things. And you're the one who can search our hearts, Lord. I'm 
I'm asking that you would give us a real burden for the church. Or that they could be rescued. That they could be rescued from whatever the sin is. And Lord, I still remember the days when the Holy Spirit was there in power, Lord, in almost every church I went to. And it's not like that anymore, Lord, because you've left. You've left because of sin, because of compromise. And we've replaced it with doctrine, and we've replaced it with productivity programs and feel-good worship services. So, Lord, I'm asking that you would go all the way to the bottom of the compromise. Lord, that this mountain would be cast down, Lord. Cast down in the name of Jesus. Lord, it's a Mark 11 prayer. But Lord, I'm asking that this mountain of sin in the church would be cast down in your mighty name, Jesus, so that you can rescue those who will turn to you with broken hearts and humble repentance. So Lord, I... I'm asking that you would increase the discomfort in my own soul over the church. Lord, if the church is the way that it is now, Lord, there's nowhere to go but down. And that's where we're going, Lord. But I trust in your mercy and your kindness. Trust in the power of your blood. And I'm so thankful that mercy triumphs over judgment. You said, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. So, Lord, I'm asking that you give us hearts full of mercy for those precious ones that see their true condition before you. Lord, I'm also asking for a greater revelation of who you are. Lord, when Isaiah saw you in the temple, he was never the same. It just destroyed his flesh, Lord. Lord, I'm asking that you would do the same for us in whatever way you desire, Lord. Yes. So, Lord, mighty is your name. Lord, I trust in the great power and kindness of Jesus. And I know it's your kindness that leads us to repentance. So, Lord, I bless you, and I thank you for what you're going to do, Lord. Have your way, Lord. I pray in your holy name. Amen. 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 Thank you, dear brother. Mr. Producer, do we have any other calls coming in? Okay, our number, 877-534-0780. You're welcome to call. The lines are open. This is a prayer meeting for, for God's people, for our nation, for our leaders. And you're welcome to call and pray. And we wait on you. Revelation, the seventh chapter. And they cry out with a loud voice saying, Salvation to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the Lord, before the throne, and they worshipped, saying, Amen, 
blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, These who are clothed in white robes, who are they? Where have they come from? I said, My Lord, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones who have come out of the great tribulation, and they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason they are before the throne of God, and they serve him day and night in his temple, and he who sits on the throne will spread his tabernacle over them. We have another caller. Let's take that call, please. Welcome. Father, we come before you. Please pray. Hi. Father, we come before you humbly in Jesus' name, and we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Oh, God, we pray for the Jewish people in this hour, Lord, when they're under attack, under uh, the powers of darkness trying to sift them out, Lord. Uh, even in our own nation, God, they're speaking against uh, God's chosen people and God's chosen nation, Lord. And we pray rebuke on them, Lord, those that have voted against uh, Israel for even uh, trying to defend themselves. God, we ask you, Lord, to remove them out of office, Lord, and do as you will. God, let the judgment of God uh, that brings them to repentance cause them to repent for their evil wickedness, Father God. And, Lord, we ask you, Lord, to bless the Jewish people in this hour during this time of the Feast of Tabernacles, Lord. God, many would say that, uh, oh, that's under the Old Testament. That doesn't apply to us today. And yet uh, your word says that uh, the nations that will not come up to Jerusalem at the Feast of Tabernacles, you'll put a curse on them. You will dry up their land. There'll be no rain. There'll be no prosperity. There'll be no blessing. And God, if we ever need a blessing, it is in this hour. We need showers of blessing, not just a few little raindrops, Lord, but we need showers of blessing, the blessings of your presence, Lord. Most of all, the blessings of your love and the blessings of your holiness. Let the spirit of holiness grip uh, your church in this hour, Lord, that we would truly be the sons of God. We would truly be uh, the shining light that you have declared us to be and not uh, wishy-washy, not uh, uh, assimilated in with the world, Lord, but we would look uh, like the church uh, that you said we should look like in your own book, God, that we should be shining lights in this hour called out of darkness, Lord. God, make us what you want us to be. Let us give up, uh, help us, Lord, to give up those things, God, that are strappings, that are obstacles, Uh, to us uh, being in your will and walking in your will and doing the things you want us to do. God, we pray for the leaders of this nation. We ask you, God, to grip them under the influence of divine power and persuasion in this moment, God, that they would start doing things right instead of doing things stupidly, acting stupid, doing stupid things, doing evil, wicked things, doing things against uh, not only your word, but even common sense, God. It makes no sense at all. They've lost their minds. God, grip them quickly. And Lord, if you have to remove them out of office and put somebody in there that has at least some common sense and understands that a man is evil in his uh, base state, Lord, and he needs to be regulated. He needs to be monitored. He needs to be uh, 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 gripped, God, by something other than himself because he cannot grip himself. Uh, So, God, we just ask you for an outpouring of your spirit in this hour. You said that in the last days you would pour your spirit out upon all flesh. Praise God. We need that outpouring in this moment. The outpouring on all flesh, Lord, black flesh, white flesh, yellow flesh, red flesh, brown flesh, a worldwide outpouring of your spirit, God, that many would be drawn in by that uh, net of love in these last moments, God. And Lord, we give you praise and thanks for it today in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just ask you, Father God, for your touch uh, upon uh, our Christians, uh, Christian brethren in Afghanistan that are caught uh, under the yes. grip of uh, wicked leadership, Lord. We we ask you for deliverance for our brethren in Nigeria, God, that are caught under the uh, 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 grip of uh, Boko Haram and their wicked evil. Uh, devices. I ask you for a release of the children, 
release of the brethren, God, and Lord, that you would make a way of escape, that you would hide them in the cleft of a rock, Lord, take them out of harm's way and give them peace, God, and plant them safely back with their families that are still, God. Oh, Lord, have mercy today in Jesus' name. Amen. Brother Tom, thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Bless you, Pastor Ray. Our phone number, 877-534-0780. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls? Okay, we still have time. I want to say something to you today. I need to be very honest with you. I've been a pastor for 52 years in active full-time ministry. And during that time, I have been affected, as have many, by the smooth vocabulary of the Christian church. We can speak with such fluidity, with such grace and eloquence. But our beautiful words don't match our wicked lives in the church. So a pastor can speak with great eloquence and humor and inspiration and then go home and turn the pornography on or go home and be brutal with his wife, be harsh, be bitter with his children. There has to be, as the Lord begins to reveal our true heart, there has to be a laying aside of this Christian ease or Christian vocabulary, this smooth talk, I know many of you who listen to this broadcast feel like I'm almost raw. I pray that I can be raw. Not impolite, not discourteous, but raw, unvarnished. I don't want to shine on this broadcast. I don't want to polish on this broadcast. I want to deal honestly with the life we're living in Christ and the life we're not living in Christ Jesus. So I don't want to be smooth and eloquent. I want to be real. I feel like I've been struggling almost all of my life just to be real, to say it like it is, to not sugarcoat the deal, to not to not pretend something that I'm not. I don't want you to do that either. I want to be a part of the fellowship of the real, of the unvarnished, who the, the Lord is speaking to and dealing with our hearts in a very intimate manner. I don't want to pretend. I'm sick of pretense in the American church. Lord, I'm just, I'm so tired of pretense in the American church. I want that pretense utterly taken out of my life. Lord, I ask that you would utterly remove all pretense from my heart and from your church. I'm asking, Lord, that we could finally get real about our true condition before you. But, Lord, many, many have blinders on their eyes. And they say, what are you talking about, Pastor? Because they're so caught in their sentimental religion and so caught in their smooth, beautiful words. But their life doesn't reflect that reality. Lord, I pray today for your church. I pray that we can lay aside our pretense, our make-believe, our eloquence, 
our pleasing words. Lord, could we just finally get real with each other and with you? Could we cry aloud to you, Jesus? Lord God, I'm asking that your will would be done. When I read your scriptures, you were not filled with polite pretense. You said it like it was. You confronted our sin, but you did so with such mercy and kindness. Lord, I ask that that we could likewise deal with one another with great mercy and great kindness. But I ask, Lord, that we would not tolerate pretense and make-believe. That we would get very honest one with another. That we wouldn't tolerate golden-tongued pastors who deceive us who live like hell during the week and then come and speak with their sonorous tones, polite and beautiful, but empty. Lord, please come. Lord, I'm just crying out today for your Holy Spirit because I know when he comes, there comes also in the church a great weeping, a great, struggling to confess our sin to get right before you to turn off the things of darkness to get real Lord please come thank you Jesus Well, we have time for probably one more call. 877-534-0780. I invite you to call. Be real. We've come to a time when the crisis is so grave in America, we can't pretend anymore. We've got to hear the truth. We've got to read the scriptures. We've got to be buried in the word of God. We've got to turn the televisions off and turn the games off. Turn the foolishness away. And bury ourselves in the word of God. Bury ourselves in the prayer closet. Or we will... We will be lost. We will not be saved. The sin has to be dismissed from our hearts. Faith comes by hearing the word and the word. By the preaching of the word. By the reading of the scriptures. Let Paul preach to you. Let Peter preach to you. Let the apostles preach to you. Let Jesus preach to you. And especially, begin reading Revelation. I've been reading Revelation every day. I hope next week that we can go further in the last day events of Revelation. We need to understand what's going to happen and what is happening now. Nothing strange is happening. It's just everything we've been accustomed to is being destroyed. Many of you are struggling over whether to take the vaccination or not. Some of you have already taken it, and I don't condemn you. I am sorry for you because I think Your health is going to suffer greatly because of it. And I'm praying for the poured out power of the Holy Spirit for total healing in your body. But if you have not taken that vaccination, that jab, don't take it. The Lord is not pleased with this. Well, we're just about out of time for the broadcast today. You've been listening 
to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray. We're coming to the end of the month, and I'd like to pray about this end of the month, and I'd like you to join me in that prayer. Lord, I come today pleading that you would open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing for this broadcast that we could continue on the air next month. We walk by faith. My eyes are upon you, Jesus. And I'm trusting you to provide all that's necessary. And I will give the testimony and bear the witness that you have been faithful, that you've moved in the hearts of your people, and we can continue this broadcast. Lord, if you're pleased with this broadcast, would you prosper us now? In the name of Jesus, I pray. And Lord, I pray for each one who's listening today. I bind the power of every dark spirit that is coming against your people. Every assignment from the devil, I cancel in the name of Jesus. Every curse, I cancel in the name of Jesus. That the windows of heaven would be opened wide, that you could pour out a blessing upon the American church and the world church that we would not be deceived in this time of great deception, that we would not be caught in the great delusion of the end time. Lord, that we could recognize that we are in the end time and that you are coming again, probably in our lifetime, probably much sooner than any of us even begin to expect. So, Lord, I ask for the children who are listening. I ask for the teenagers and the young people. I ask for every person listening today that they could be set free by the Spirit of the living God. That Satan's voice would be silenced in their hearts. That the temptations would be canceled in the name of Jesus. That you would give every person the strength in the name of Jesus to stand firm in their faith with you, my Lord. And that we would finally get honest with one another and with you. First in the prayer closet and then with one another. Lord, I cancel every offense against the cross. Lord, I ask for the victory. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, you can write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. You can also go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. Our address again, the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. Thank you for joining in this concert of prayer. God bless you, my brother, my sister. I love you. I look forward to meeting you. We'll talk soon. Through Jesus.